1: podcast you want to have podcast go ahead you lead it in i just did lead it in
0: we're starting a podcast are we
1: starting we are we have now begun. we started
0: one three years ago really? somehow it has kept going the award winning the award losing yeah we've lost a lot of awards because we've never entered we've we've lost all the awards every one of them every one you know why because you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take yeah cliche yeah so if you don't take any shots, you don't have to miss them. So. I don't think cliches are bad, though. Uh, they get old when they're, when they're uh, used too much. <laughs> wink, uh, wink, wink, wink.
1: Yeah. What do we talk about? Well, I, By the way, by the way, metrically, because, you know, everybody's interested in ROI and performance ROI. and analytics. Yeah. Podcasts that I introduce outperform podcasts that you introduce by 3,000%. I have, have
0: I introduced any podcasts?
1: Yeah, the, I mean this one on the episodes that you introduce, which are most of. Them. Uh, I thought you meant like introducing, like here's a podcast. No, 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 no we like know. when you lead off, yeah, the podcasts are three thousand percent worse than when I lead off.
0: The podcast worse as in how
1: performance? Well, okay, analytics. You got that ROI? You yeah, can prove it. Well, ROI is zero dollars because we don't accept sponsors because we're not selling out to vendors. Uh, okay, so uh, and they haven't called us. So
0: so why wouldn't you lead off everyone then, if that's the case? Why have you even... Why but, have you Because even, this
1: is a bank marketing why podcast. Why haven't you told me that? This is a bank marketing podcast. So we we collect the analytics and look at them and, and do nothing. And then don't do nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's...
0: Oh, perfect. <laughs> Whoops. We have all the data and can't execute anything with it.
1: Yeah. Well, could, but, you know... Too many decisions. Yeah, somebody called and said we need... Gotta do this. D- Deposits Can't tomorrow. do this. Can't do that. It Can't work. Sound like banking, doesn't it? You know what's interesting? Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, Quantum physics? That's not interesting. That's impossible. Uh,
0: What's interesting is none of the gas stations in Alabama's card readers work.
1: I disprove that is that is
0: it is completely true. It is fact. I drove. I have been through Alabama probably five times in different situations within the last two months. And I've
1: never found a gas station whose card reader worked. Let, less never. Let's acknowledge how tech-challenged you No, no, are, no, 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 That no. you were
0: cursed. No, this had nothing to you do with— You picked up
1: some ancient fertility god no, idol at some point no, that No, this cursed. had
0: nothing to do with me.
1: It because never does.
0: <laughs> you pull up, and it says, card reader not working, or the card reader doesn't work, go inside. And it's happened multiple occasions, but only in Alabama.
1: Not been my experience. I well, just drove across the state, got gas a couple times.
0: No, you didn't. Because you have that, a hybrid car.
1: Well, yeah, it's still a hybrid is hybrid of gas and electric. Yeah,
0: but no. Okay. You, you, you didn't have the same experience
1: I did. Uh, well, My
0: experience was different from yours.
1: Well, then you're a bank customer then. Exactly. My experience is my experience. Don't put your um, social security number in the comments. I've never done that. You ain't have a social security number. I, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't have a social security number. Uh, I also can't find a station in Alabama that'll take a debit card or a credit card. This is kind of a—you know, we've got the— Why won't they take a debit card, Josh? What's wrong with the state of Alabama? (laughs) They need to take some of that money they spend with Nick Saban and spend it on fixing their card readers at gas stations. It's ridiculous.
1: Oh, now now you definitely are a customer. You're telling telling the whole organization how they should spend their money. If
0: you're a banker in Alabama and you listen to this— Easy way. What money. area?
1: What name an area? Name a general like north or south? Because you did Jasper,
0: both. Birmingham, Montgomery, Decatur, and Mobile. Hmm. All of them I had when I would I'm I'm that dad or person when he takes a stop on a trip or goes on a trip, you get one stop every two to three hours. If you're, if
1: you're half tank, you're gonna to top it off. I,
0: I, I cannot Total stand the energy. let's get going and stop at every exit and find it like in this piddle paddle. Just so you're you going. Know, not only you're is, going.
1: Not only is John cursed with technology, if he's driving, it's a 50-50 chance you're going to make it. Oh, I'm oh, I'm going to make it. There's just going to be some casualties along the way. I saw a guy driving yesterday. I really wanted to follow them. That It was like they were in the car just shaking the, the steering wheel back and forth. like it, The car was just doing about 50, just going on on a side road. Hey, i like let
0: listening to some good tunes. And so you never so know. I was
1: looking at the person. It's like the scene from Roadhouse where the enemy's like, doo-doo-doo-doo, like going across the road. And I'm like, and they were just straightforward. They weren't bebopping or anything. <sighs> all right. So, so, well, this is a micro problem. Well, the band Alabama
0: said, if you work hard all week, you'll get a little jingle. There's nowhere to spend your jingle at a gas station in Alabama, so they were they, they were right on the jingle, but they were wrong on using the jingle. No jingle. There's no jingle jangle. Okay, in Alabama
1: gas stations. What? <laughs> I'm just telling you. All right. So what what can we um, what can we talk about? <laughs> what's a, uh, what's something we could talk about that maybe was relevant to the audience? There is. Cause you know that's very important to us in this podcast. Well
0: especially if I lead off because then there's a 300 3000% 3, drop in listening. So <laughs> we've got them all now. They're all listening. They're hooked. And I tried to chase them off to disprove your theory of you starting that even with me you were batting in the second us. position. I can run them off with an Alabama gas station story. Okay. Or like thereof, because they don't have gas stations in Alabama that work. So on to the next part of it. Uh, I think there's a talent
1: gap right now. Okay. Let's just jump right in. Just peel that one right uh, off. And
0: the gap may be in people that can fix card readers, but that, I'll get off that now. Oh, talk okay. About that okay. So. Uh,
1: talent gap. Yeah. How? I mean, What What area? What areas? Like in marketing? In bank marketing. That's what this podcast is about.
0: I get asked often, what are you looking for in New or mid-level employees that want to l- work in marketing. Oh, hold
1: on, hold on. Now we got a clown on on the the bank marketing job description from Indeed, Monster, LinkedIn. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I, the one I, that. I, oh, yeah yeah. Um, we are seeking a motivated employee, um, ready for a high-paced environment. Insert picture of high high-paced environment. That's just a cubicle in a tan room. In a, a tan room with two monitors and um, a keyboard. Wanting someone. With three years of experience, at least three plus years of experience, seven years preferred in a relevant field. Master's degree, master's degree, proficient in marketing strategy, design, full Adobe suite, data and analytics, data and analytics, digital marketing, some coding preferred, some coding for and and strong videography skills,
0: copywriting, as well as editing, editing, photography, the ability to manage
1: a budget, yeah. Salary, $25,000. Oh, that's high. That's way high. Listen, I'm just going to tell you.
0: Don't do it. Just look, I know Stop HR it. makes us do some Stop stuff. it. You can say you're in... Because we are. By the way, who is not an equal opportunity employer now? Like KKK. Well, I think... I don't know that they employ people. <laughs> uh, but to the point is... The fact that you have to... Put, I love that we have to put that on a job offering post. And look, I'm all about the equal. Like that's, that's not it. But is is it not? It's it's a law now. Yeah. No, in the past, if I I were to go on social media and we had an opening in our department and I posted, Hey, looking for a new junior project manager, hit me up. If you're uh, in the market for a marketing job and HR saw it, he'd be like, you didn't put the 16 disclaimers we need for that say that we'll hire anybody. And I said, but I didn't say I wouldn't hire anybody. So it's like,
1: that is not our the world in which we live. Because I guess the... Because the, the CFPB... Well, the ta- fault ta- behind
0: is you go hire someone and someone doesn't get hired and feel, and they felt because of some other reason besides their qualifications they didn't get hired, they could then say, well, you didn't say it was equal hiring, so obviously you didn't hire me, I, I guess. I
1: well, know. I mean, there's a lot, but we live in so a you, very litigious society. But no, I mean, first, obviously I'm pro-ad agency. Well, I'm pro-Mabus agency. I'm kind of anti-every other ad agency, as you might imagine. I, there's a few I still like. Y'all know who you are. I know you listen. But stop trying to put up a full ad agency for a part-time salary. It don't work. You're going to be disappointed. Um, you make the workforce nervous. I tell you what, it actually does. You only get the candidates dumb enough to try for the job. It's
0: kind of like, like, the, like the, it's like, kind of like the Nigerian prince emails. It, like like, like you're you're, you're calling down
1: to people who really believe they have all those skills. And no you, one does. And you get and you get scrubs because of it. When you really identify what you want. Like, I really need copywriting. Uh, our agency doesn't get it. They they aren't a bank marketing agency. They don't understand banking. We really need... Co- let, then hire a financial copywriter. Not, I, I wish we could get all this because we're only going to get one chance to hire somebody. I get that motivation. But again, I think what you're doing is just calling it down to the people dumb enough. Because there are people, I get them... I, I just... Last night, I got uh, the thing that I know when somebody is silly because they apply for like five positions. I see the same person who applied for an accounting position – a videography position, a graphic design position, and a... And a
0: but I'll and learn. A, I'll learn.
1: And I look, I'll and I'm fake like, you have no it. skills. You're... I'll
0: fake it till I make it.
1: Yeah, fake it, Because you, you can fake a and that, uh, web design. That's the person you're getting. <laughs> yeah, and they're all, it's the person who really who's done a couple of things for their cousin or whatever. I really do think it's like... And if you don't know the Nigerian prince, then go buy one of the Freakonomics books that has it in there. They do a much better job than John and I will. Basically, the Nigerian Prince emails, the short verges, they're, they're written so dumb. Or if you're like, who falls for these scams? They've perp- they're so, the scammers are so smart, they write them. Purposefully that way. Dumb. So the only people that react to it are dumb enough to fall for it.
0: Yeah. That, it's called weeding your own not, garden. They're not trying to hook... You or me or probably anyone listening to this podcast because they know that you're not going to fall. Even if you start the conversation, they know you're not going to be dumb enough to fall
1: and go through it. They were spending too much time on the phone because part of the scam is spend time on the phone with people who are smart enough to waste their time.
0: And they would go through it and they're wasting their time on on a zero lead. Think about it. Sales, it's a zero lead. Yeah.
1: But anyway, on your recruiting
0: be focused. My thing is, you should number one always be recruiting, and so when there's oh. an opening, you have someone in mind versus versus the other way where you're going to find somebody. We've got for some a of our job.
1: our best talent because our motto is: if there's a creative person willing to live and work in Tupelo, Mississippi, not that it's that bad, but we know it's not the top of everyone's. List. Well, there's
0: good things here. There's no traffic. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's how's good. I just say people don't even know about
1: it? safe. But if they want to move here to Tupelo and work then we want to talk to them. And we've gotten some of our best talent just on, well, we really don't have a position right now, but let's talk to you.
0: Yeah. And to back it up, though, for those that... But we do have a talent gap. Th- there is a talent gap, and I think it start. I've always said this, that it starts to me with the ability to write. And I know that sounds weird because people are like, well, but they can do... It. The lack of strong prose or strong copywriting, whatever you want to say... You know, Redrick out, rhetoric out there. Redrick? Redrick. Red Redrick can't write at all.
1: <laughs> but... Vermillion Richard. Re- rhetoric. Uh, Roderick? Uh,
0: yeah. People that can talk are better than writers. <laughs> so apparently we need them too. Rhetoric? Rhetoric. Okay. rhetoric. <laughs> no. Frederick. Rhetorically speaking... Yeah? Someone who could write would be a good employee.
1: Well, I... Uh, in general, and I think that's one of the
0: skills. To me, it's the canary coal mine thing. Whatever, like you need to find out what it is. Like, make them write. Do a writing test. Yeah, I'm telling. You, now, that doesn't give them personality. It doesn't say if they're responsible. But because there's people that well, are great writers, that I aren't. What well, it shows, it shows a lack, of, a, 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 not a lack. It shows an ability of being able to take a thought and put it into something that can be delivered. And being means someone to
1: detailed and focused in um, grammar and things like that. I'm fighting my 14 year old son right now. With the the there there theirs and like I mean just basics like that I don't know we're enforced in 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 my generation I don't know how they can get away with I mean the structure of writing like wrong homophones your your there 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 it's it's those type things but then the ability to communicate th- there are people who will never be a public speaker though who are great writers it's about communication. I do think it's a core skill. And I, I will say this. I think financial writing, there's a dearth of the ability to communicate.
0: Well, to take very hard items to explain and make them real. To humans. To humans.
1: Yeah. Even those who have experience in doing it, time-wise, tenure, it's, it's tough. It's tough. There's certainly, I think, too, I mean, if we're talking about talent gap, like one of the contributing factors in, a, in, a, in the talent gap right now is the fact that for this generation maturing into working age, for that generation, I think we need to acknowledge that banks were the bad guys to them.
0: I don't want to check my bank account video on YouTube that yeah. I've played at many a conference. It's that generation that that is just
1: uh, so they may be good writers, but they're not really interested in in and, banking.
0: and they don't have trust in them.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, that's one of the things that when we hire people, we have to. I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't say screen for. But like in the creative field, it it is of a of a persuasion and generalities that maybe a group that well we're the, we're the we're corp we're corporate yeah we're very corp- corporate very conservative and the, our listeners who work in community banks know that they're the furthest thing from corporate
0: yeah and, and there actually a lot of stuff that happens that's really, really good in communities Be- wouldn't because, happen. Yeah. Or yeah, or happens because of the banks or wouldn't happen if the banks weren't there. Yeah. But it's not realized because of an idealism that and we don't have to get in the politics, First, first
1: but, community but bank of whatever is not the corporate monster. They're not. That, and the, and they're, the probably, they're probably
0: supporting every single booster club. They're at every single fundraiser. They're probably on the United Way board. They're doing everything possible in the community to keep that community alive and well. And oh, yeah, they're the people that you can go see in person when you have an issue with your bank. But we all get pulled under that umbrella that if there's ever any bad action or the media portrays something the way it shouldn't or should be. I mean, let's you know, fairly. There's an idealism that's, that's kind of rampant. Uh, and so you so to find the talent, you also have to find an idealism that matches up that will work. Or well willingness, and, Or willingness to to learn, and and that's another thing is the learning gap too. I, I think there's there's so many people that you'll interview that walk in at twenty two, twenty three, and and maybe I was the same way, but you'd come in and that like I'm ready, I know, I want to be senior management by the time I'm thirty and done it, and you're just like, dude, you don't even know how a bank makes money. Yeah. Like, you don't even understand the, the... con. Like, they need to go to bank marketing school. They need to go to maybe... Every one of our employees. Sim, bank sim school, like yeah. whatever. To Do they still have it, it? Yeah, they still have it. Because they separated those two, right? It's not in bank marketing school anymore. It's in, yeah. like, a regular yeah. bank lending or trade school. But I think it's good for bank marketers to go to that side of it and learn what the how the commercial lenders think because then it helps them market their product
1: better. I mean, and I would say our... If if they will admit it, our, our audience, as bank marketers, like... Like right now, I think it's tough for a lot of people because of the way momentum and inertia works is maybe thought we still needed deposits, you know, because that was the the topic du jour. But if those who don't understand how banking works, well, you were asking for deposits last week. Why don't we need to why do I need to promote deposits this week? Because we're flush with them and we're making no return on those. Yeah. And now we need to. Yeah. We're in a low interest environment. And um, we need to lend this money that the, the that we have, even though it is still low rate environment. It's, to make it's money.
0: It, think of it as a as a fiscal product. The deposits are all in our inventory in our closet or in our warehouse, yeah. and we need to get that out because we yeah. can't make money on them with them in the warehouse.
1: Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a fundamental understanding of how banks make money and the the economic shifts of the last you know eighteen months, you may be lost. And that's I won't say that's fine from like. You need to get caught up, but it's understandable. I mean, that's why all of our employees. I mean, the, the first thing you get when you start at Mabus Agency is your ABA training login.
0: Well, oh, and I send mine too. Mine, yeah. uh, well, COVID kind of wrecked. A well, year we're, for the, us.
1: Our, the online, and then we go yeah. uh, through but I, uh, I CFMP send and see out of the. I'm just before we even get them to because I mean to qualify to go to bank marketing school, you have to have a high level degree or. 3 years 3 years in a
0: 3 years plus in a in a bank or agency well, yeah. of of serving banks.
1: So I mean we have to get them up to speed for that uh, many times. And I'm just talking about the how does a bank make money? How does like universal basically I think it's universal banker training we we create a, a special curriculum for this, compliance, understanding especially in the marketing realm like just knowing a bit about compliance, not not that old stupid agent. Enough to be dangerous but enough to not do something stupid. Why are they turning this down? It says we make loans. Well, that's... Not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> Asterisk, you know, conditions apply.
0: Oh, they do. But, but to, the, to the talent gap of what we're looking for, because now it is a weird time in our country where I think the, the impact of the stimulus is starting to wane. I mean, everyone's had their money and you're seeing minimum wage uh, formerly minimum wage jobs are now raising their rates because of inflation to come back and hire because people don't want to work for that, even in minimum wage jobs traditionally. And so, you know, there was some report of a, I think it was a Wendy's or a McDonald's paying a $1,000 signing bonus if you work for three months you know you got half on the front and at the end and mm-hmm. some of this other stuff. And, and and don't quote me on any of that, but I've read sprinkles of that in different articles uh, of different industries that traditionally are hourly based, adding certain benefits Whether it's a discount of the product itself or a hiring bonus, and so banks obviously have to follow in that trail as well. Uh, But to your point at the start of the call, if you're going, if you're hiring right now and looking to hire somebody, don't oversaturate the the ask with like uh, you know we want someone who can do everything. Stop looking for unicorns. Everything when you really need a horse. Well, (laughs) well, there are no unicorns. Is the The, answer to that? Well, that well, and stop asking for an an ad agency's worth of skill set for someone who graduated three years ago and has basically, you know, done whatever, been a pr- junior project
1: manager somewhere. I will tell you, we have a lot of multi-talented people, but finding somebody with deep expertise, enough expertise that you would trust them to do work, like... An, again that enough to be dangerous is enough to be dangerous in a bad way in a, in a bad way it is never good I don't know where that's kind of gotten into our like well, I know enough to be dangerous well stay the hell away from my project <laughs> then oh if all you can do is be dangerous we don't need you it just it does not exist and it's not defensive like oh he, of course you would say that you don't no it's just stop being unrealistic again it Whatever, I've already said my piece on it. I can't hire them. You don't think I'd have, like, a bunch of multi-talented people? We Specialists.
0: Well, they don't exist. And so employers need to stop reaching for something that's not there. Secondly, if you're trying to make yourself hireable or employable, learn to write, learn to communicate, be able to execute a project on deadline, and understand how a bank makes money. And communicate around it if you can't.
1: Like, I mean, one of the things we tell our employees here is, there is no excuse for a project to ever be late. And at face FaceFay, they think, oh, God, I've got... Which, I mean, we do want every bit of diligence in making something happen on time, but there are plenty of times the client, you know, maybe is late on something or getting something from another banker that has nothing to do with marketing, the, the reasons, but communicate, move the deadline before it's late, not the day it's due and like, hey, we didn't, weren't able to get it done. Track it and make certain that it's that you're looking, you know, days if not weeks out and can say, hey... We told you July 28th, but due to these factors, it really needs to be, you know, August 2nd and collaboratively uh, communicate that. And then along those lines, we need this is going to smack
0: the face of everything we just talked about. But we do need fresh thinking in bank marketing. And I say that because, again, probably no one on this call has recently been in charge on this, that would be listening, uh, has recently been on a call to rename their bank. There's a few, but they're like actually in charge of it. Like usually it's a group project. Mm -hmm. And so my point is when I say fresh thinking is I'm not blaming anyone for having a, homogenized
1: name like every bank out well, there. Well, nobody's named I'm not something blaming, First National of whatever lately. And I'm
0: not blaming someone for their ads, always having a handshake, a teller row, a waving drone shot in the parking lot. Like, every every bank does that. Mm-hmm. And so there's got to be some fresh thought. What can you do to set yourself apart? And the big lie is this, and I've been to a billion conferences, you've spoken to a billion conferences, the big lie is this whole, we differentiate ourselves. No, you know. The big lie no, is have been to a
1: billion conferences. No, you don't.
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that you differentiate yourself. It's not out there. It's not out there.
1: No, it's
0: not. And the ones that do get noticed, the five or six that I say do, I I consider us one of those, whatever. But like the the um umquas that did, I don't know. I haven't followed them lately. But some of these ones that do set themselves apart. First Bank or friend Gordon Banks. They they get noticed. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. You don't have to be radically different.
1: That's the other thing. Like We've talked about, you and I have talked about the margins.
0: Yeah. And you can explain how you want to communicate that.
1: Well, I mean, it's just like, we make our profit in, I mean, yield is mar- and margin in, in banking, and it's marginal. It's it's tenths of a point, you know.
0: But it makes a difference in did you get the loan or not? Yeah. Did you get the business or not?
1: ROI, like one, not maybe in the bottom line, but where we see the big exponential growth or multi- multiplicative growth is in things like web traffic and all that stuff funnels down to the business outcome. But this ROI sort of, it, it is marginal. It is be marginally different. You still have to appear like a bank. It, that whole, like, we're going to make our Teller Rose look like a spaceship. Well, I don't want a ba- <laughs> or coffee shop. Um, we, we we followed one bank early leading this that that ultimately failed. We asked them about it, and they were like, yeah, it found out that people really didn't want a barista making their loan, and they didn't want to talk about their finances in the middle of a coffee shop. They want to go to a private office. Well, and
0: their, and their model, which I thought was just bizarre was the person comes in to get coffee in a very coffee looking shop. And then the, wait- Surprise, the waiter approaches them at the table as they're sitting down to drink their coffee and pull out their laptop and says, Hey, we're also a financial services company. Would you like to talk about your, your finances? And yeah. they're like, no, I came in here to check emails and drink a latte. And, yeah. and so it, it failed. Yeah. I don't know if it was like, the friends' influence on the the last generation of like who was making central some, like, perk. Well, everybody hangs out in here. Why aren't they talking banking? Because everyone talks banking. Don't you think about banking all the yeah, time? Yeah, so I
1: guess outside the box isn't always good. The, so one of our statements is: before you start thinking outside the box, make sure the box isn't empty. So when we talk about differentiation, what is different within the banking realm? I'll tell you one that that and, and that we've extolled on the podcast before, but in the early 2000s, when the cores that were uh, tied to with um, uh, manacles and shackles offered us technology, because that was our only access to get it as banks, we're like, we over or we spent a ton of capital on that, and then because we chase ROI, we became the, we offer the, the service of a small bank with the, the digital products of a big bank, although we didn't say it that way then.
0: I mean, I remember one of the taglines was uh, "big enough to serve you, small enough to know you." I think it was maybe Park Avenue Bank or yeah. somebody out of Georgia. I don't, I don't. I think they've been acquired since. Yeah. Maybe
1: not, but but that sums but, up. the what we the did, mindset that every community bank has. But what we did is we made this big investment. We really have to like get people to adopt really something that did not have an ROI tied to it. Like I mean, it was it, online. We didn't charge for online banking because we're a community bank and we can't charge for that. We've got to make it accessible. And so we spent a ton of advertising dollars. Or the, or the advertising dollars we were spending around technology, and what we've forgotten now that that has matured, and we're twenty years later, is we forgot to tell people, and not just service. I'm talking about why you need a banker, like what the core part of like why would you want to bank with a community bank? Why would I if if I'm going to get this but this? Well, what does the service part mean? What does a banker what What would your community bank do for me that that a big bank wouldn't do? And we don't really, we've, we've chased the technology thing backing our investment so much, we forgot to tell people like, and I'm not talking about the, the hackneyed banker in a suit in an ad that has no value, communicating what value that banker has, your highest paid employees likely in your bank besides executives, who's responsible for your throughput, why is it valuable to call Joe about your mortgage? What yeah. does Joe do that somebody else doesn't do? What does Joe do that technology-driven um, spaceship mortgage company—wink, wink, nudge, nudge—doesn't well, doesn't do? Well, one— That's still in the box, but you could actually differentiate with something that's core to banking and not have to go out and do some whiz-bang thing.
0: Ken Syree, who's head of banking and business school at uh, Ole Miss— good friend of mine, saw him last week— he said to me, he, also a good friend of mine. Yeah, he he was teaching a course, I believe. Uh, I don't know in school, or whatever. And one of the one of the people said to him, and I'm fast forwarding the story and leaving out a lot of details, but said something about you know we all we only we we either lose or win on whatever rate it is. Like I just can't get a deal if and was talking about the rate. And he said, well, that's because you're not showing any value. To your customer,
1: I can literally hear Ken say that. In he my, said that, in my, and
0: he he said he said Johnny said I was telling I said if you're losing and winning every deal on rate that you could you could be an app you yeah. might as well be an online application process that the, the banks just haven't
1: gotten fully fleshed out to to get the credit cycle through yet. Well, the thing what even bankers forget is the lead time to even getting that in front of credit and how difficult that is for the customer on let's say the commercial side where they have to have a personal financial statement if it's personally backed and getting all the materials together a great banker could just help inform you how many times because you just got a loan maybe this hasn't happened to you but like you thought you had everything ready and then they needed that one more piece of information then your credit decisions then the the banker could win on just look I paid a basis point more but it, I got it done in three weeks instead of three months.
0: And the and, and we lied ourselves and a coaching, lot on our
1: turnaround. And times. they're
0: coaching, they're connecting, like they're like, hey man, I got this other client, be great. Like there's a lot yeah, of, you're looking for a builder. I've got a guy. It's, it's, so it, so it's more than rate. It's got to be more than rate. If if it if it's not, we're screwed. And I also on the flip side feel bad because I have lots of friends that make look dollars. At the end of the day, dollars make a, make a lot of the decision. But I've got friends that'll choose the lower rate. B- they don't really have a relationship that the, they got the lower rate because someone was trying to get them in their bank, but they don't really know more. And then, you know, six months later, like, man, I'm just I can't figure out how to use the, the stuff. No one's helping me. Like they just they got me. And I'm like, well, that's service you, is service. You passed on the service for the lower rate. And it's I mean, I'd say it's like you can go to a nicer restaurant and have a better meal or you can go to a cheaper restaurant and have worse food and worse service. And that's because of what you're paying.
1: Yeah. And and the thing is, is we talk about service because it's easy to say. But I think banks, I'm not going to say generally, because I still think they give great service. But are are you concentrating on providing it as much as you're concentrating on saying it? Because it's easy to say. Oh, it's easy to say our people. It's easy to say. But are you putting time and effort and investment into that? Because, look, the best bankers, the best shoe leather bankers, or kind of the and if you know these community bankers, you know, I'm talking about are like the second mayor of the community, they know everybody and they're not just there connected for business. But I know you're having trouble getting that right away on that property, you need to call Jim Bob Cooter, John's favorite fake, fake real name, and get him to, to look into that for you or whatever. There's no way to train some of that stuff, but anyway, it's. Saying it versus doing it. We, we said this in the we've got a blog on our site called the grass is browner where we wind up just being homers. Like we've got the best service, but they've never gone to the bank across the street to see how it is. Opening an account. It may be 10 times better than yours, but you become such a Homer patriot for your own bank that you're just like, we hate them. We, we, they, they suck. We, but you've never tried it. And they may actually be well, better than I've you. I've always said the beauty
0: about bank apps is that you can't use any other banks app without an account with them, for the most part. There are some you can go through and look at content and do some budget planning and some maybe one-off interaction with the bank, but you can't, it's hard to shop banks through the app process. And you can, go, you can look at a website that ranks them and says, we, we went through the top Twenty banks in the country, and here's their apps do and don't do. You can find that on some financial advisory websites and stuff out there, uh, or or at least you know people that cover the industry. But that's it's a curse and a good thing. I mean, so if you You want to get to test drive the car, you don't get to test drive six different banks and then come back because the process. Well, even and
1: and look, even on the other side, the the service side, the commercial banking, like trying to get your business, it it rings of those old jokes. It's like that's when we were recruiting you. You know, is the service thereafter? It's tough. It
0: is. And so to pull this back to the talent gap, it's not only knowing people that can write and that can communicate and that have talents for what you need versus this crazy talent ass that's become the... If you're posting for a job and the job pays under $100,000, in my opinion, it should not be more than maybe a paragraph and three or four bullet points. I'm serious. mm mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you know the person and you know about them and you don't even need to post the job unless it's just a requirement of your company.
1: Does that include disclosures and disclaimers?
0: It, it does not include disclosures and disclaimers. Those would go on the bottom. But so there's that. There's differentiation, which, is, which I call the big lie because no one actually does it. They just say they do it and they try to pretend they do it and they try to show a picture and then everyone looks the same, has the same name, has the same look, uses the same stock photos, uses the same um, type of commercial narratives. Uh, so you've got that. So fresh bank thinking. So I would say, writing, communicate, fresh bank thinking, and then finally the understanding banking. How do people make money? How does the bank make money? The ideology that you may have learned or taught by accident or on purpose may be completely different from what the bank does and how they actually operate in the community. There's three things right there. If you want to take your three things away from from the podcast, so uh, that's congratulations.
1: That's what I give you.
0: Congratulations. We actually talked about something relevant besides Alabama gas stations and their lack of ability to take a credit card.
1: I think there's nothing else to say. All right. Well, uh, have a good day. Have a good one.